Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek Season 1 Episode 18, it's called Arena, full spoilers for the episode, as always, this is the one with the fight. Yeah. The lizard yeah. monster fight. I should say Gorn, he's, 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 that's the name of the race of the Gorn, but he's a lizard monster in a goofy costume and this is the this is the, the stupid sort of clip that like TV shows, like you know, like when they've got guests on, they want to say, "Oh, let's look at a stupid clip from Star Trek." They'll they'll whip out a clip of the fight from this episode with the Gorn. The sparkly eyes really don't help. The sparkly eyes don't help. Actually, honestly, the the biggest problem I had with the the Gorn, honestly, was how slow his punches were, <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. making this the fight. The start of it, at least it, later on, when it became a bit more like a game of cat and mouse. It became a bit more interesting, but the the initial punching and like Kirk ducking, like. Well, of course you ducked. You had about good five <laughs> seconds to think about it. Aye. Uh, well, his fist is coming for me. I say fist. Uh, claw, maybe, maybe more accurate. Uh, but, yeah, so that, that was the... So the, the gist of this one, then, is that uh, the Enterprise has been called to a colony uh, on a planet, and they're going there, but when they get there, the place has actually been destroyed. The entire colony's been wrecked, and there's some unknowing presence firing upon them and the ship. There's a ship up there firing an Enterprise down the ground with Kirk and Spock. They're getting attacked down there. So the first like 10-15 minutes is actually like warfare. Like, they're firing grenade launchers and trying to duck. It's kind of like they're in the trenches almost, the way they're kind of running around. Uh, including the very comical uh, Kirk running around trying to dodge uh, artillery. It's, it's Spock's role that gets me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh but the ship, at one point, decides to leave. So they all beam back up, and Kirk's like, right, no, pursuit. We're going after these assholes. Uh, and they, they keep chasing them, and he pushes the ship to dangerous levels of warp speeds. Apparently, So we've discovered in this episode that seven's dangerous, and maintaining seven can be bad. So when Kirk says, go to eight, oh, oh, you know, <laughs> business is picking up. Yeah. Uh, so... But that that's all the setup. The, the real point of this episode, though, is that it's this unknown entity from this new solar system, which we don't really know much about, called the Metrons, they intervene. They stop both the Enterprise and the Scorn ship from moving, and they beam the captains of both ships, Kirk and whatever Gorn captain's name is. <laughs> I never got it, but he's the captain of their ship. They beam them down to a suitable planet with a suitable atmosphere and say, right, sort it out between the two of you and whoever loses, their ship gets destroyed, uh, because all this is a bit too petty. You're, all, you're being violent, and you're being primitive. We don't like this. So, we'll let you settle your disputes out in this more structured manner. And this, this, you can go more primitive. Yeah, basically, yeah. If you want to be primitive, you can do it like a bunch of kids in a toy box kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the episode. So, a lot of the rest of the episode is Kirk on his own, try to fight this thing, and he's running around, he, he has ideas, he like, sees, oh, there's diamonds, and there's a, a sulfur, I can make a, a diamond gun thing, <laughs> uh, which he makeshifts. Uh, and then eventually, the Metrons let the Enterprise crew actually watch what's going on, so they're, they're actually watching it as if it's a, a match. Hence the name Arena, because it's a, it's a fighting arena, essentially, they're, they're putting. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a video game, where you load up the, the, the fighting level. So, alright, you're going to the deserty, rocky planet, for this match. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and it plays out. Uh, so that's the gist of it. And of course, Kirk, by the end of the episode, decides that he's he, to be merciful and not kill the Gorn. And uh, 
that's pretty much what you expect, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then the Metron shows up and says, yeah, okay, so maybe there's hope for you. Like, yeah, I won't destroy you any ships. Uh, you seem to have learned some kind of lesson out of this. And also we find out, of course, that the Gorn, this was kind of their territory, and the reason why they attacked the colony in the first place is because this was their place, and... They were kind of defending it. Now, obviously, they went too far, just like Kirk was going too far throughout most of the episode, where he was like, he was on a vengeance streak. He wasn't listening to anyone. Like, Spock yeah. was trying to like talk him out of pursuing, and he's like, no, nah, they need to pay, they need to be punished, or they'll come back. Uh, and kind of the moral of the story is, is that the both sides jumped the gun. Like, they jumped, the Gorn jumped the gun by murdering this colony, which was full of children and innocent people. Uh, you know, instead of just getting up and saying, hey, our land, <laughs> our planet, uh, yeah, pretty much. Off. Like that, that could have been the start of the conversation, but instead they went to straight on murder. Uh, and likewise, Kirk, instead of trying to be diplomatic, which he often is, like that's a big theme of the show. Typically, he no vengeance. I need blood. I was actually very disappointed in his lack of diplomacy in this episode because the Metrons they give him this device to go right. This will translate for both of you, so you know, like everyone understands each other. And. He never tries to talk to it with it. Yeah, it's actually like, the Gorn it, who talks to him first. Yeah, and I don't understand why he's talking into it like he's recording his ship's log. Uh, and like, the Gorn's I, just like, oh, I can hear all this. I, I have no idea. I, I have nothing it, to it offer just, you. It, it really confused me. I'm like, why is he talking into this? He's been told it's a translator. Not a transmitter, though, so I, I get that he wouldn't think the Gorn could hear him. Sure, but I still don't understand why he talked into it in the first place. And you know, go, oh, this is my plan, like like it was his ship's log that he does. I don't know. I, I have no answer. It, it, it just made no sense to me. Uh, I actually, I actually quite like the episode though overall. I, I think I, it, I do as well. It's just yeah. with these things that were like, why? There's some goofy elements to it, like the the monster looking a bit silly, moving too slow, uh, that weird leaping logic. So yeah, it, the the message of the episode though is, uh, I think, quite good. It's quite a strong one. It's like you know, don't. Don't jump the gun. Don't be aggressive uh, for the sake of uh, eye for an eye. It's, it's basically uh, uh, an analogy against vengeance and uh, revenge, specifically. Like, yes. you know, eye for an eye, everyone goes blind. Yada yada yada. Same old thing. So the, the message at the core is quite strong, and the actual, you know, the, the opening ten minutes with them like fighting a war with someone we can't see, pretty fun. The actual game of cat and mouse, pretty fun, especially when the others are watching, like when Spock's commentating on what's going on down yeah. the planet. That, that that gets quite fun at times. Uh, but my favourite moment of the episode, though, is when uh, Kirk tells him to go to Warp Factor 8 and it just cuts to Shilly's face. He's like... <laughs> yeah. Yes, Captain. That was kind of my thing. It was a fun action action episode. It didn't have a whole lot of meat to it. It was mostly just the, the fun of the situation. Yeah, because it was pretty much the opening... The ship, you know, chase, and then the fight for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and the fight goes on for a long time. But I think it's like a good twenty-five. The last twenty-five minutes this is half the episodes. The, the this fight, yeah, for the most easily. Part. Uh, I guess my criticism that I would make about—I mean, I like the message. My only criticism about it would be this all-powerful being almost feels too similar to the all-powerful being we had in the last episode, and we've, you know, we've had this kind of thing before. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's being so powerful it can just teleport someone down to a planet. Like, we just, we literally just had that in the last episode. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, so I would criticise that, and I, I, especially since I feel like they're starting to pile up, where by the time we get to, like, next gen, like, how many, like, sections of space have got these all powerful beings that are 
Yeah, you, you've got to assume they're reporting these and they go, okay, yeah. so there's one over there, one over there, one yeah. over there. Yeah, it's almost like they they kept having these ideas for episodes and they, they didn't they, they never stopped and went. But how many of the, how, you know how much has this universe been filled with these things? Uh, yeah. So, I don't think it was such a concern at the time, I'll be honest. It probably wasn't. But I, I'm curious, like, are we going to see a Metron appear in Next Gen or Voyager? Like, mm. I'd be, I, I think it'd be amusing. I mean, admittedly, by the time they pop up, I probably won't remember what a Metron is. Uh, it's unlikely. They're not that memorable. But at the very least, uh, like, you know, it'll be a bit of trivia. Someone will maybe say in the comments, by the way, that was a Metron that was in that episode of the original series. I'll be like, oh! Yeah. Not that be, that. be interested then if it is a Metron out of all these potential ones after yeah. you've said it here I don't know that's, that's just kind of my thinking so so that side of it uh, not, not overly fond of but I did like the message I liked the action because that's mainly what the episode was it was it was three action pack scenes yeah he had the nice bit towards the end with the, you know the countdown of oh it's coming to get him he's got to finish his cannon in time yeah 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 uh, and like you say, it's split into, those, split into those three clear sections. The first one being like warfare, the second one being like a your sort of classic enterprise, like submarine chase kind of thing, and then the third one being this cat and mouse. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, I really like that Kirk. He finds that this it's almost like bamboo. He ends up getting a big thick bit of it for the the gun that he makes, but it's mm. like he tests a bit of bamboo and it just snaps immediately, and he's just kind of like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, it, it probably made me laugh. You know when they first go down there, and they've, they've been told, "Oh, you can make weapons," hmm. and the Gorn goes straight and gets this pretty, pretty hefty-looking stick off a tree that it snaps off. And Kirk looks around at his tree, and he's like, "Uh oh!" And he, he grabs a bit, and it's this little like forked bit. And he looks there, the Gorn walks in, he's like, "Nah, this is gonna do shit," and just chokes <laughs> it away and hides. Yeah, there's some rock throwing, some classic rock throwing. Yeah, you got you got pushing the rock off the top of the cliff. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh... Nah, it was once that he split away though, and it became more of a chase. It was where it became yeah. more interesting for me, but especially since, like I said, the, the opening punching where it was like he was, it was, it was like he was pretending he was in slow motion. That was how slow he was going. It was, yeah, it was that, that suit was clearly very bulky. Yeah, I'm just you know design a suit that allows the actor to move a bit more. Was <laughs> my, my thinking. Uh, I'd agree, but uh, that, that was pretty much it. Uh, any other thoughts on, on Arena? No, like I said, it was fun. And like I said, I agree with the message there. You know, that, that that's what it is of don't jump the gun, talk about things, you know, work things out. But I think that could have been presented better still by having Kirk realize that himself and take that step with the translator instead of just showing mercy right at the very end. Yeah, well, I think the whole point there is that it's kind of his arc in the episode because he is the one who's like everyone else around him is trying to talk him out of it almost, and he's the one who's bloodthirsty. So it's almost yeah. like he's still too bloodthirsty to make that call, and it's not yeah. until like after he hears that, that, that this might have been their outpost because the, the Gorn tells him like late on in the episode uh, that he makes this choice at the end because the, the Gorn's lying nearly like, all injured from the gun, and he's about to bash his head with a rock, and he's like, no. I think it bothers or me a diamond. little more. It's, it's, it's more of a diamond spew he's got, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and it just it bothers me a little bit more than usual because Kirk's not really been shown to be like that at all. He's usually quite level-headed. So yeah. it just seemed a bit out of place for me. To be fair, is this the first time he's encountered an enemy who's literally just murdered women and children? Because they really set this up at the start of the episode that this is a place that had kids 
and stuff. Yeah, the, potentially, the, potentially. The one survivors, like, oh, there was women and children there, we begged them to, to not, we told them, and they, they still mm. did it anyway. Like, so maybe, like, you know, this is, like, Kirk is most unhinged because it's, like, no, like, they, they just yeah. committed probably the, the biggest act of, like, uh, just the biggest atrocity that we've had in the show so far. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I agree that maybe he could have realised that. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to use what's in the episode to justify why he is so yeah. like this as, for as long as he is. Mm. Yeah, so. It, it was fun for, you know, the large majority of the episode. Well, it was a fun episode. Everything was well told in the, in the sense of the action and stuff. Uh, obviously, the ship gets teleported back to the planet at the end uh, and they're. Yeah, they're presumably going to give relief and try and help everyone and Yeah, whatever. and they're rather confused as to what what just happened. And at this point, Kirk's like, Silo, don't try to figure it out. Don't, don't try <laughs> and figure it out, just... Just, just go with it. Let's yeah. just get down to the planet, let's beam some people down to search for survivors, let's just do it. <laughs> We're done. Uh, but no, so that, that, was, that was Arena. Uh, it's actually a really fun episode, it's just, it's got some of those, those nitpicks and things that kind of hold it back a little bit. But I think, unlike something like Shore Leave, where I'm like, "Oh, why, why, why does this exist?" I at least had fun the whole, pretty much the whole time. So, yeah, that, that is uh, very true. So uh, now you got that, Serena. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. Uh, individual Twitters are on the screen, but that's us, guys. So thanks once again for watching, and we will see you next time.